Hiring? With Indeed, your search is over. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, and thanks for downloading the Sun Ranto Show. I've got exciting news for you. Uh, we are doing a partnership with the Locker Room app. Locker Room is kind of like Clubhouse, and it's an audio-only sports talk platform. Uh, you can download it at the App Store. It's only available for iOS right now, but they're working on an Android version. And every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Central uh, for the rest of the year, uh, we'll be doing kind of a roundtable discussion with uh, you. So it's going to be me and Crawley and maybe Lyle will pop in and Michael Cotton and and all of our friends that want to come out and discuss whatever you want. You can find us on the Locker Room app. So go uh, check it. Check out the App Store for that. It's free to download, and you can sign up and follow me at Sunranto Show, and uh, you'll see my little face there. It says Danny Rocket and everything, and then uh, Crawley's going to make one, and Michael's going to make one. We're all going to go in there, and um, we're going to have a discussion about the Cubs and whatever else we want to talk about. So let's get this going for Locker Room and download the app. The Sunranto Show is also brought to you by Bet Online. Now, it's that time of year again, as you well know, that it's the start of Major League Baseball season, and everybody's looking at what basketball is doing now because the NBA is heating up. Uh, BetOnline.ag has all the betting action. Uh, in the NBA, the conference races are heating up as teams prepare to make their run for the playoffs. And if baseball is your first love, and I know it is, Bet Online has you covered. If you love hockey, golf, MMA, and championship boxing, Bet Online has it all. Every sport, every game, every matchup. Bet Online has you covered for all the odds and real time updates and is the place to be for all your sports betting needs. Bet Online is the fastest, easiest way to place and check in on all of your favorite sports bets all the time. Head to the website or use your mobile device and bring home the game with Bet Online. Now, here's the show. Preview. Cups preview. Cups preview. Cups preview. From the Sun Ranto Show. Hey, welcome <laughs> to the Sun Ranto show. We're going to preview the season series between the Cubs and the Reds. And uh, my name's Danny Rock, and I'm joined by one of my co-hosts, Crawley. And um, and this is the first time of the show. We, let, we tried to make this happen last year. We had it all set up. We were going to have these guys on the show, and we were going to talk Cubs-Reds preview. And then COVID hit like five days before we had planned to meet. 
And then I, I remember texting you, and th- let me just say their names. This is Billy DeVore and Lee Kimbrell. What's up? Hello. They're Reds podcasters for, from Cincinnati. And so I, I text Billy, and I'm like, hey, hey Billy, um, the stock market crash, and a bunch of people are dying. And like, I don't really think people want to hear about Cubs and Reds preview right now. So, <laughs> so oh, it's yeah, cool, we'll just bang the show. Yeah, the timing was real wrong, but we, we finally made it happen. Uh, right here. So welcome to the new Nasty Boys Cincinnati Reds uh, uh, podcast. And um, so tell me about the new Nasty Boys. How long you guys been going? You guys live in Cincinnati? Oh. What's the what's the story behind yep. your show? We live in Cincinnati, Ohio. I live live on the same street as Great American Ballpark. So which is super nice. Just get to walk a nice 12 blocks. And then I'm at my my uh, my second church. And it's super nice. Great stadium. Beautiful ballpark. Um, but we've been at this three years now, uh, three years. So our background as well is, you know, not just Reds podcasters, but we're both stand up comedians. Uh, and our love for the Reds, we were like, man, there isn't anything comedy slash baseball kind of based. So especially for the Reds. So it was like, you know what, let's start it. Let's see what happens. And from here on out, like, I mean, for the past three years, it's been, it's been fun. Well, the first two seasons, we were a dog shit 90 <laughs> loss team. Yeah. And then going into 2020, we go out and throw the bank and the Reds are actually looking like they're going to compete and everyone's all horny and jazzed up for it. <laughs> and then just as you know, every fan felt that, but it's been a, the, the arc of our podcast is pretty wild. It is because we like all, two we, terrible seasons, COVID season. And then we're coming into this like, eh. <laughs> I, <laughs> like, like, I guess. I'm going to be honest with you guys. We do our prediction show every year, and I thought on paper in 2020, the Reds looked like the best team in the division. On paper. I couldn't agree more, man. Right, but that's why it's on paper and not on dirt and grass. Yeah. Right, but but see, what I think about, a lot of people forget in 2007, this is a Lou Pinella team, so I threw it to 2007 because it's nasty boys, Lou Pinella. Hell yeah, yeah. there you go. 2007, the Cubs looked like they were ready to go. We got Lou Pinella. We got Sian Soriano. We're all ready to go. Oh, yeah. That team didn't have time to gel. They went on a run in September that got them into the playoffs. Yep, People yep. don't remember in 2015 with the Cubs and Joe Madden and John Lester, we got everybody. That team finished in third place in our division. I mean, we did have 90, 98 wins. Right. But mm-hmm. that team never got a chance to gel, and I think that was the hard part. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you've got, and you also have, you had a team based on starting pitching and it's hard to dominate uh, a season when you, when you only have 60 games, you aren't letting guys really stretch and get in there and get their 20 to two, 22 to 25, 27 starts. So it's, it's tough to even judge not just that, but like even the bats we went on and signed, you can't, you can't judge, you can't judge what Moustakis did last year. Uh, a guy for the past, you know, 12 seasons has been consistent a 250 255 hitter with 30 dingers and 70 75 ribs and then goes out and has a season like that in 60 games so it's it's even hard to judge what they did in 2020 and what they signed in 19 to say what they'll be able to do in 21 and you went and got one of the cubs fans favorite players his time with us was super brief but when you got nick the stick we were all we were all crying in our soup i know and and so it you know as you said on paper but and but even like if you look at the numbers like i went through the numbers for the reds last year and you were almost in almost every category 
a better team. Like overall, like you, you had a higher OPS. You had way more homers. You had way more walks. You struck out less. You stole a few more bases. Uh, and but we managed to score twenty two more runs somehow. Like, how? It seemed like the whole season was just kind of cut caught in that weird surreal space that we were all living in with the COVID shit because it was an anomaly. It didn't really make any sense. It sounds like such a Homer thing and making excuses for your team. But like it, when you go back and do look at the numbers, it really was like a bunch of bad bounces, like the fickle, the fickleness of baseball where you're like, well, that doesn't exactly add up. And then here we are with yeah. the worst batting average in the league. And you're like, it hasn't seemed that bad. What What is the official statistic for what you're talking about? It's like least possible probable outcome for like <laughs> balls hit in certain spots. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's such a fine number that the Reds were above and beyond in first four. And another thing you have to remember, the Reds hit 212 as a team. Lowest in the whole league. Come on. That's that that balances everything else back out. I don't I don't care what people say with like you don't look at average. But when it's 212, you have to look at that average. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, mean, think, I think another big part of it is, is that, you know, I know the Cubs had a lot of experience together as a team. A lot of these guys have been together forever. So when COVID hits, and things are changed, you know, you go out and you grab beers and you get to know these guys. Like, you may not have been able to develop that chemistry that you might have in a non-COVID year. For sure. Agreed. Because I remember in 19 being at Jefferson Social, which is a bar right by the ballpark here. And one thing that they have that no other bar in Cincinnati has is Tacones. Where the it hell is, is a, a Tacone? It's uh, a blasphemy. It's amazing. <laughs> uh, it's a taco. It's a flour tortilla. And then it's a Cincinnati chili cheddar cheese and a cut up hot dog <laughs> you lost me about halfway through that thing yeah, i, was I get like, it i was My like had me a tortilla and then it I just don't know why, why why does all cincinnati ballpark food make your ass explode I yeah, dude, it's up. unbelievable it's, it's the amazing. queen city of diarrhea it's unbelievable yeah and i'm all for it i am oh, just, he's the king dude dude i'm a straw for chili that's all this body is it is quite the scene <laughs> it is quite the scene oh I'm, yeah I am one of the few Chicagoans, and it, and listen, full, like full disclosure, my girlfriend, my longtime girlfriend, she's from Cincinnati, so she craves your La Rosa's pizza. Mm, We're like, yeah, like, dude, how go. many times am I rooting for the Cubs to strike out like that twelfth time <laughs> yeah. or the eleventh time because you get a free La Rosa's with w- one topping? I want to say, yeah. Yep, Is it one, one? Yeah, one topping La Rosa's pizza for free, small, if the Cubs strike out 11 times. And I can't even tell you how many times the Cubs fingers have, crossed. have won the game and struck out like 14 times. And you're just walking out on cloud nine. Yeah, and I got, I'm, like, I'm like with like nine Cub fans being like, hey, you guys sticking around because I'll take those snubs. Because when I walk into my girlfriend's mom's house, I got like 40 pizzas with me. I'm like, yeah, La Rosa's paying for a night. So and, you guys... So I have gained so much weight because of the three true outcomes. That's just <laughs> exactly. easily 25 pounds. So but, do y'all make the trip down to Wrigley Southeast very often? Because whenever I go to a Cubs-Reds game, it is a sea of blue. Yeah. It's a Tom, Tom, we're part of the reason why Tom Brenneman, I think, finally broke. 
You know, like <laughs> you got the thumb, dude. Yeah, yeah, we we got the thumb. Eventually, you know, he had that that, that enough already crack that we always rip on, and <laughs> yeah. and uh, yeah, he just he can't handle us. But but my getting back to my other point is, I don't. I kind of like Cincinnati chili. I think it's it's fine tasting. It's not really chili. No. It's more like a sauce that you like a meaty sauce. But yeah. I like the flavor. It's a thin bolognese. Yeah, exactly. It's like it with get a little bit of like uh, cinnamon on it or some mm-hmm. chocolatey yeah. something there. And I and I, the crawly cat, he's like, he looks like you're about to gag. Chocolatey meat soup. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it is. I'm struggling here. I tried it. I tried it because you know you have to do it. You know what I mean? When in Rome. Right. Yeah. But, but boy, that wasn't money well spent in my book. The, Fair you enough. Can't, you can't put it on a hot dog. I think that's the problem because I don't think those are good wieners. You know, they're like, terrible no hot dogs. They're bad dogs. So, if you can get a quality dog in there, it's another question. Right. Like if you go outside the ballpark, if you don't if you go to not skyline, you can go to like Queens uh like uh, Camp Washington Chili and they'll have like a good hot dog you can eat with it. So it totally changes the experience. One hundred percent. Um what I like to do at the ballpark Oh my god. It's called a Sky Rosa. It's, oh, no. it is a, it's so fucked up. I like a, where this is going. Though. I like it. <laughs> it's insanity. So it's a slice of La Rosa's pepperoni pizza with a cheese cone flipped over on top of it, oh, fold yeah. it, eat it. Mm, it's so oh, good. Dude, I got a party with you. It, this oh, is going to be. Billy is man versus food. This guy will take it down. Yeah. Well, I don't know if it's versus. It's more of man destroys yeah, food. Yeah, man. <laughs> So what what are you guys doing with the ballpark? It's to, we're twenty five percent up here capacity. How, how's Ohio playing that right? Thirty thirty percent. Yeah, and we both get to go to opening day on Thursday. Yeah. Oh hell yeah! I'm so yeah. geeked. Yeah, it worked out perfectly. I am section one thirty one. I am right behind the scout seats to the left of home plate. I'm super just, close. Just look for the guy with the giant hot dog inside <laughs> a pizza. Yeah, covered <laughs> in cheese. Just. Just look for the guy using two corn dogs as chopsticks. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. Oh, man. I can't wait. And I, I really do love that ballpark. I mean, I, I think for people that that don't know, it's like very open. It's got that – from the upper deck, it's got that beautiful river view, which they yeah. blocked. Why the hell they blocked that view with another um, TV? Like, yeah. you didn't need another TV. You had a river. Like, who blocks the river view with it's a the TV? It's All-Star game. All-Star yep, it game. was the All-Star game. MLB said to put it up if you want to have the All-Star game. Same with, like, with you guys. Why you why, why you, you throw up two Jumbotrons? Yeah, no you didn't need it. No, we didn't even need one as far as I'm concerned. We didn't even need lights as far as I'm concerned. But (laughs) yeah, fuck it, man. Let's play during the day. Exactly. (laughs) One twenty. Let's get day drunk and freaking have at it. Yeah. But the thing about Cincinnati is it's like nonstop rain delays. I know people talk about Seattle with rain. It seems every time in Seattle, there's at least one rain delay. Right. Cincy. In 19, we had so much rain that we were considered, uh, what was it? A, it was a rainforest climate. Yeah, we were a temperate rainforest. Yeah. We're just right there on the edge of the Ohio Valley. So, yeah, it just rolls. The storm rolls down the hill and hits Cincy. Now, I'm not a big mascot guy, but you, you guys in Cincinnati, you seem like you can't have enough mascots. Like, what are you at? Number, like six mascots? Look, 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 yeah. You got you you Mr. Red Legs. Yeah, that one in the middle. That's Mr. Red Legs in the middle with the mustache. Yeah. Yeah. Then you got Mr. Red. Yes. Yes. Just regular red. He's not legs. Called red. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. And then Rosie the Red. She's who, hot. 
I oh my god, I'm so glad you said that because <laughs> I so I'm not the only one that's kind of no, she's strangely meant to be hot. I god, think. Cool it. Stop talking about this about my second wife. <laughs> yeah, dude. And then there's Gapper, Boom. which. I mean, that's his name, right? Gapper? Yes. And he's just kind of like uh, Philly the fanatic looking guy. But how did he get the name Gapper? But is it because of like hitting one in the gap? Because Gapper, it sounds like a, a disgusting sexual position. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, and then, yeah. then he gave me the Gapper and I yeah. couldn't walk for a week. You know? yeah. He gapped me, dude. Yeah, I then, got gapped. Yeah, I got gapped. He just came over and spit in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Billy has a, a real hate-hate relationship with Gapper. He's He's gotten a couple. He's been, you know. Few, few cold ones deep, maybe a couple skyrosas, and in his zone. And I've 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 been fearful that Billy was going to take a charge at Gapper. He really hates him. <laughs> this is something we did talk about three weeks ago. Where I was like, we finally get to go back into the ballpark. Will I finally snap and tackle Gapper? Yeah, man. After a year to just kind of sit and ponder, that's all we've been able to do is plot. You're finally going to get to exact revenge on whatever he did to you. Yeah, because the range yeah. of emotions I'm about to feel are going to be insane. Like, I'm going to walk in and cry like I'm finally back in the ballpark, and then I get to have this guy, Rosa, and then I immediately plummet and just hit rock bottom when I see Gapper. <laughs> Fuck yeah! <laughs> it's like a blood sugar crash, and it might not be this guy, Rosa. It's just a- now, does Gapper wear pants? Because that's the issue with our mascot. Pantsless up there. In no Chicago. pants. Yeah, just uh, everything God gave him. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. He's a Ken doll down there. Now, th- now there was one day that I was there, and there was like a dinosaur out there or some shit. Does that ring a bell? Like there was? Did you guys have? I think he was part of a corporate thing. A purple, uh, not, no, maybe not a dinosaur. He was purple. I want to say. I think that Centos. You know Cintas? Yeah, 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 so yeah. They, like, I don't know if you guys have them there, but they're a big chain, and they do, like, office rug mats and, like, paper towels and bathrooms. No, we, we, don't, we don't use rugs here. We just have homeless people. We just we walk no on rug. them. Yeah, all the rugs are used for houses in Chicago. Yeah. See, yeah. now I'm trying to be a real city and use the homeless as rugs. We're, <laughs> we're trying, man. Yeah, use them as the new mascot. Enough of Gapper. Just fill the stadium. <laughs> With Gapper four, rugs, four thousand homeless yeah. people. Gapper, I mean, if you shot Gapper, you could make a pretty good rug out of him. You yeah, know, like, yeah. You oh, you could guy, skin him. You, you could skin, skin that thing. Now, in my high school, my sister sewed together a Gapper for this like after prom, like a uh, like a uh, what is that called? Like an auction thing. Uh, I stole it and then just beheaded it and left it on her bed. There you go. <laughs> not scary at all. Not yeah. not violent. At all. (laughs) You're not the family shame, are you? Yeah, no shit, man. Mm -mm. Leaving a a horse's head in her bed. (laughs) So uh, speaking of horse's head, can we talk a little bit about the 2020 season? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, Absolutely. So like the the whole NL Central gets into the playoffs. Everybody got in. The, the Cardinals managed to pull out a win, and that was it. Uh, we, we got swept. You guys got swept by the Braves in that wild card. But, um, I mean, did you have – you must have been like, okay, we got in the playoffs. We built this team. We're going to go for it this year. This was our year to go for it. We built this thing up. Now that we're in the playoffs, we're going to make a run. This we, we could, like, maybe beat the Dodgers. Like, did you have any hope? For that, even that wild card series, or were you like this in the year not happening? When Joseph Daniel Votto, our father, turned third and then went back, I was like, Mm-mm-mm, it's over. Um, Going into that series, though, psyched. What you said, 
Yeah, it was, you know, at the tail end of you're not even the tail end right in the middle, as it turned out of this last year and how brutal it's been. And the Reds, it was, you know, they broke our heart for most of the season. And we yeah. go on that run, make the playoffs. And that was exactly my mentality. It's like the universe is fucking coming up, Lee, baby. Let's go. And uh, no, we went and watched all, what, 15, 16 innings of that hellacious game. You mean 34 hours of straight baseball? Dude, zero runs. Oh, it was so hard to watch. Because we were hot. We were so unbelievably hot. Like, yeah, we, we had, went out. We won out against the White Sox, the Twins, like two two AL Central powerhouses like that of 2020. So you had to feel good about that. And then also going and taking three out of four against Milwaukee in Milwaukee when they were surging. I mean, there was a lot that was lighting up. That w- you were just like, cool, and the bats were, they weren't just hitting dangers. They were, you know, Jesse Winker was hitting doubles in the gas. Spraying it all over. Nick the stick was being Nick the stick. Everyone yeah. was hot. And and you know what? And then Senzel was finally healthy after his long, oh, his long, long bout with COVID that knocked him out for almost two-thirds of the season. Yeah. So... I mean, you, we felt great. And then knowing you've got Trevor Bauer, the hottest pitcher in baseball, going up there and spinning like he was, I was like, all we have to do is just keep their bats cold and then score two runs to win each game, and we can do this. And it just, we didn't even, it didn't We scored even, zero runs. No. Yeah, well, you at least did, like, lost against a, a good team. Like, we lost against the Marlins. That was crazy. <laughs> I, mean, we, I mean, we did and what did we score? One run? I think there was one run. Ha- Ian Happ home run. Yeah, Ian yeah. Happ home run in the basket. It, it oh. barely even made it into the stands. It was so bad. And so, so you guys went out. You, the Cardinals, obviously, they should have, they shouldn't even, they should have been disqualified last year for that. Right, dude. They played five games the yeah. first half of the season, those know, bastards. Yeah. They did. And, and then they had so many less, it, we figured it out. It was actually five less inning, or five less games of innings. Like if you, that you know, is 45. Crazy. And, and so they played five fewer games. Two, technically two fewer games is what they call it because they had those seven inning bullshits. And right. they, and MLB still on their website, you look up the standings from last year. Look at this garbage at El Central. They put them in second place. I know. And they, with, with, you guys are 31 and 29. With and more wins against too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they still put you guys like that. Dude, is, I hate the Cardinals <laughs> so much. I think the Thank Cardinals you. also got a compensatory pick for that too. Yeah. Yeah. Of course they did. Yeah. No, they always they always weasel and find some way, and then and of course the thing that rocked the central was they making that deal with Arenado, and then you're just sitting there. Everybody else is like, "Well, what what are we gonna do?" And then no one really does anything, you know. And, and I'm also just sitting here like, "LOL, Pittsburgh." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> could be worse. Yep, man. The Cubs face Pittsburgh. I think about. Uh, 13, 14 times before the end of May. Mm. And then we don't see him again until September. And honestly, if like Pittsburgh comes out swinging it and we're not doing anything, we could lose the whole season based upon like going 500 <laughs> against Pittsburgh within April yeah. or May. Like we just oh lose the division God. right there. Cause you know, there's not a wild card coming out of the central this year. No, no. not expanded playoffs and they're going to have to expand it pretty far. <laughs> no shit. Get us in it. So, so when- I had a question for you though. Like when you watched, uh, you Darvish walk off the mound and you watched like the, just the Marlins just find a way to win. Did you feel the window close or did you feel it slam? 
Crawling, uh, you, <laughs> you know, when, when that was just, it was kind of the same old, same old. It was, it felt like a slam because we've seen that picture before where the bats just go ice cold. Like when you sit there and you go with the names, Rizzo, Bryant, Contreras, Baez. I mean, we've been in the playoffs every year except one, I think, since 2015. Yeah. And so, I mean, it's like, but every time, ever since 2017, everyone just stopped hitting in, in postseason in crunch time. Yeah, and unless yeah. you're winning two to one, one nothing, you ain't winning. <laughs> like it's kind of <laughs> how it's been. Yeah, and um, yeah, it's and for me, it's like I was kind of surprised that they let Darvish go because you did have the one last final hurrah at the core that you could get. You know, we got a bunch of expiring contracts this year. They weren't able to trade anybody and get younger. They were never able – the Theo was never able to make that move. He was probably asking for the moon from everybody. Could never get it. Um, none of them ex- accepted extensions. So, you know, you figure, all right, they're going to throw this pile of old dudes out there. They're not that old. They're all 30. They're right. throw the these decrepit old men. Yeah, decrepit old 39. <laughs> yeah, they're just throwing them out there one last time, and then let's let the chips fall where they may. And you figure they were going to give that a go. And then they just didn't because, I mean, how much better – is this Cubs pitching staff if you hold on to you Darvish and just pay him the money? They, He's an ace. They have fifty million dollars till they hit that luxury tax again, and they just won't spend it because you know twenty five percent ballpark and crying poor, like all the owners do. You know, right. and um, it, we all know it's not true, but they don't want to spend the money when they're no, they're no guarantee they're going to make that money back. Right. And did you guys did you guys have any hope that? Uh, Bauer was coming back. <laughs> no, no, none. I'm, we're not. We're not idiots. There's no way. <laughs> I, and, you know, I was even throwing out the idea, like, what if we, what if we did a one year thirty, and then you see him sign for one year forty two, one year forty. I'm like, oh wow, we could no, have been not more even off. in the ballpark. No, you know, none, none whatsoever. And the Reds and Cubs kind of behaved in a similar way this off season, yeah. where it wasn't a fire sale, where it was like, all right, let's rebuild. But it definitely wasn't like, all right, let's get better. You know, it's mm-hmm. like we we both lost our ace. Via, you know, obviously different ways, trade and uh, free agency. But mm-hmm. like, we're both just kind of sitting here, like what you said, with our all our old guns. Yeah. But what's interesting with us is that like it's a bunch of it's a bunch of guns that we really haven't even like taken to the range yet. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like with Stockis and Castellanos, uh, those names. Well, we still have Gino for three years. We still have Sonny for th- three or two after this year. Yeah, yeah. I'll and put then- up your depth chart here. You got uh, Luis Castillo as your starter, then Sonny Gray, Tyler Molly, who I know is showing big promise. And then you went and got out. Was Wade Miley on the team last year? Yeah, uh, they say he was on the team, but he was just mostly on the IL where he belongs after signing a big multi-year contract. <laughs> he was a ghost. He ask, was a ghost. Ask Red Sox fans and Brewers fans about that. And then you got Michael Lorenzen. He's he's kind of your fifth. Who, who else would you throw into that uh, starter mix? So you also need to consider that Sonny's on the IL. You've oh. got Lorenzen on the IL which is one of the scariest things about this team, which is the simple fact that there is there is depth, but there it's you're not going to a twelve you're not in a twelve foot pool. You're you've got the death of a hot tub. 
you've got a little bit, but not a lot of wiggle room. So you've got uh, Jose De Leon, who was a top prospect for the Dodgers and the Rays until he blew out his elbow, had to get Tommy John in 18. Uh, started coming back 19, no 2020 season. So the Reds literally traded him for uh, international cap space. But this is a guy who has a plus fastball. You know, you're talking 98, 99 big spin rate, and a nice, nice secondary slider pitch, which is exactly what Derek Johnson, the pitching wizard, loves to work with. So that's your five for right now. Um, him and then Jeff Hoffman, who we got in a trade with the Rockies, who's another guy who, uh, again, a plus fastball, high spin rate, uh, who's in his you know, 96, 97. Another guy who is a four or five, but it, when, when we get the, the uh, oh my gosh, the rotation set again, you're fine. You you can plug those guys back into the bullpen, and you have a lot of heat coming your way. Yeah, well, I mean, you guys are the opposite of the Cubs. Like, it's just so funny you just <laughs> yeah. rattle off, oh, 96, 97. You know, they're sitting up there in the high 90s. Like, we've got guys in the high 80s. Like, half of our guys, what we're throwing out there, it's like, you Slow know. Slow guys. Yeah, we got Kyle Hendricks at, topping out at 89, 90. You got uh, Kyle Hendricks, White. Zach Davies, uh, and then Alec Mills did not make the rotation, but I but, mm-hmm. but he'll he'll uh, you'll see him uh, make some starts, no doubt about it. If they're going with Alzali, who's probably our fastest pitcher right now, but completely one hundred percent unproven. So it's just so funny. You're just like, oh yeah, this guy's ninety five, ninety six. We got yeah. nobody like Jake Arrieta didn't even throw that fast anymore. We got him back. He's like sitting at like ninety three. I didn't realize Arrieta was back with you guys. Yeah, one year. Yeah. It's yeah. Gotta be, yeah, it's got to be a little exciting, a little nostalgia action going on. Basically, our entire team is a one-year prove-it deal. That's why that's the thing that interests all of us is is you're talking pretty much you got uh, Baez, Bryant, Rizzo, Jock Peterson, Arietta, all on one-year deals. Dude, Jock is going to have a huge season for you guys. There's zero doubt in my mind that he is just going to rake. He's been killing it at spring training. I mean, he, he won the spring training home run crown. <laughs> Whatever yeah, he did. Hell yeah, man. Eight, and it was lefties and righties. And he was. Yeah. And it wasn't even that it was outside and he was pushing it oppo. He was pulling hard. So yeah. it's like, man, he can cover both sides of the plate against lefties and righties. What did Dave Roberts and the, and the Dodgers just do? Dude, they didn't even give him a chance. We looked it up at uh, his splits one time. He's got like 2,000 at-bats against uh, right-handed hitters, and he's got like 200 versus – like they didn't even put him up there. No. It's like it's not even close. And, and that's, the that's why he wanted to come here, and that's why he actually uh, – the White Sox made him an offer. Mm-hmm. But basically the deal was he didn't want to platoon. He wants to prove himself that he can hit righties and lefties, and so that's why – he chose to come to the Cubs over the White Sox. It really it was for less money. Yeah. But the ability to be able to have the manager say, yeah, you'll get your bats on both sides of the plate. So, it, it's, it's, sorry, I was just going to ask about one of your guys that uh, I guess he's out of options. It kind of reminds me of like a could have been Jack Peterson, but Aquino? Is, isn't he, is he going to, I mean, younger he's in limbo I mean, right now. He's yeah. in complete limbo. Don't know if he's going to make the roster. Yeah. That, what sucks is he didn't get that fourth option. I mean, that was such a bummer. Um, here's my thoughts on him. I mean, it kind of, it was kind of a bummer to see Tyler Naquin make the roster and then not Aristides Aquino because you know, his ceiling, which is 14 home runs in a month. But then you also kind of know his floor, which is batting 180 the next month. So he's a lot of raw talent, and he's definitely – there is definitely a high ceiling, but there's a low, low floor. So you kind of got to let him walk, which is a bummer. But it's not, this isn't the first time it's happened to him. 
you know, every team had a chance to sign him in 2018. And he came back on waivers. So it's not anybody that the league has missed before. It's just that he was one of the most exciting things about August in 2019. Yeah. And I remember against the Cubs, he, like, ripped them apart. I, I'm like, who the hell is this guy? I don't even know who this I guy know. is. I think he might have hit three against the Cubs. He did. That, that game. Yeah. yeah, he hit three against the Cubs. Dude, the Punisher. I mean, great. He goes around. He gives it that. You know, he's got his little move. It is, it is brutal to see him not make the team. I would agree. I would give him I would give him a flyer instead of Naquin. But you know that Naquin can hit 260 in a year. You know that he can hit 260. He'll hit you 25 dingers and then 50-some ribs, unlike the Punisher where it's just like he's either going to be the Punisher or he's going to be the taking a nap. So, Yeah, it's, I, it's, it's those weird roster decisions that are based upon the options and the money and stuff, which is exactly what that was. Cause you know, they would probably love to keep Aquino and, you know, why not? use sure. him any way they can. But, but we've yeah, talked if you about, Danny, we've talked about it though here in Chicago too, is sometimes managers like the old grizzled veteran. You know what I mean? We have a, a young kid here, Nico Horner, who didn't make the team. Yeah. And, yeah. And we got Eric Sogard. Yippee. I mean, like. With his stupid that? high socks. Like, they, I hate when they sign guys that you hate from other teams. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> sucks. They, you know, Eric Sogard is like definitely that guy. Just like, he's like death by a thousand paper yeah. cuts. You know what right. I mean? It's like that guy. He just like manages to poke him through the infield somehow, just dumping yeah. freaking base hits, lousy base hits that start rallies like a little punk. And now he's on our team. And I'm oh. supposed to enjoy it, but I don't because I don't. <laughs> <laughs> you have to until he drops yeah. one in behind second base and the Cubs win. Dude, yeah. the way his face is shaped with those Oakley, like, clear glasses, he looks like wow. if Gollum lived in a country club. It's ugly, man. <laughs> that sucks. Uh, but Nico Horner, that's you know what? That's going to be like the same thing we dealt with Senzel. They're going to hold him down for one more year, bring him up in May, and then be like, well, we got another year of control, just like what they tried to do with Chris Bryant too. Yeah. It's just so frustrating. It's like, you do you want to have the best possible team on the field, or do you want to have them for another year and then maybe talk about free agency in 2026? Like, I, I want to watch, like, the best product available. I don't care what nickels and pennies and years and days you're pinching like give me the best available product what other sport does that well especially in it especially in a year where i believe this the central is everyone's except the pirates anybody uh but the pirates could win this this yeah. division so you're like well which is kind of surprises me you go for it last year worst possible timing ever covid season rex you never get to to see it so why do you not go for it this year said you get rid of rysel iglesias he's over what on the padres or something angels angels angels, angels on the west coast uh, then uh, you, you know you you go and you had signed akiyama kind of as your center fielder. Now, I know there's a story behind Akiyama that I don't know that, Lee, you were starting to tell me, and I was like, save it for the show. But, like, <laughs> you went for it by with those with those signings. Yeah. It, mm-hmm. You know, Nick the Stick, all those. Why did they not continue that when it just seemed like you would have just been, like, a couple of roster spots against uh, of having another solid run at it. Not that you're going to get Bauer, but there are other pitchers that you could have got. We could have gone out and paid a plenty of people. We did. Yeah. I mean, really, all we needed losing Bauer was hard. But really, our only job this whole offseason was to go out and get a shortstop. And <laughs> I mean, our solution, I think, is just move Gino Suarez to shortstop. Yeah, they just put a Band-Aid over an open gash. Yeah, it's wild. And we got a we got a young stud down there, Jose Garcia, who I guess they're betting on. But, no, I mean, you're right. It was really frustrating this offseason. 
to sit there and just watch, you know, nothing be done. Yeah. And, and we were stoked when we signed Shogo. I love that move. And then he comes over here and in 2020, he's benched. He's benched. He's, he's trying, he's looking for reps. He's not an everyday player. So, and then, and then what we were talking about, the story, I guess it didn't go like nationally, but here in Cincy. So the trope of, of Shogo, he comes over, he leaves Japan, is home for his entire life. He gets yep. to Ohio, COVID, you know, bang, yeah, instantly. Yeah. Just locked down. Season's all weird. Season starts. He goes out there, barely gets any run, you know, finds out. Take, it takes until like the eighth inning where Shogo has to walk up to David Bell in the dugout, like, hey, man, the entire country of Japan is watching. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Do you not know what I, who I am? It's like the ultimate coach. My family came to the game from an hour and a half away. Can I please play? Yeah. It's like, you know, I have the fucking country on my back. So then, and then the, the real story that we're getting at, he missed a bunch of spring training. And we didn't really know why for a while. And then we find out his wife was walking in a park and a tree snapped and fell on her. Almost killed her. <laughs> Almost killed her. Oh, Almost my killed God. Her. Broke her leg, pelvis, ribs. arm, ribs. Like, Wait, a park me. in Japan or a park in the United in Cincinnati, States? Cincinnati, the devil city of Cincinnati. <laughs> the guy moves here and his whole life fucking falls apart. Dude. Yeah. Oh, God, he, he comes over. Wait, all right. So your show yeah. goes 2020. He, he, made, he gets a big signing. Everybody's excited. Since these fans are excited, he's coming to America. He gets first here. Ever. He gets here. What happened first, COVID or his wife got hit by a tree? COVID. Well, yeah, co- COVID, COVID hits, and he's like, "Oh God, this is horrible." Like, you know, he probably knows a little bit about it because you know the the, yeah. the stars had come through. Yeah, the, for sure. From over there, so he's like, "Oh yeah, well, wear a mask. I know how to do this." He's like, "All right, we got this good." He's out with his wife walk, walking to the park with masks on. Boom! Here's a Dude, tree. Kill her. Kill her. Oh I know, man. God. Well, there was and only he gets ballpark food in Cincinnati. Yeah, <laughs> and he's got to eat Skyline instead of fucking whatever noodles he eat over there. I'm yeah. sure they got chili in Japan. They yeah. got oh, yeah. Sure, right. Uh, so yeah, basically a whole year in between, and then having to deal with not being an everyday player, which is what he signed up for. And I think uh, that's another thing when the DH isn't here, which the owners aren't going to budge on it. The players aren't going to budge because. They're in a they're in a stalemate, but the fact that 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 has been taken away takes away even more from Shogo. Because what do you do with Jesse Winker, who's a guy who's going to have like a you know a three fifty to three eighty on base percentage? Got to be in the lineup. Who's got to be? And then you have Shogo, who also can do the same thing. He proved it in the second half of the year when he was playing consistent left field, and he's a he much won better a fucking glove. gold glove playing <laughs> in like thirty four games or something crazy. Well, no, yeah, he was he was close, and so I I, I mean. It's just it's just heartbreaking to see what has happened to this guy and knowing there's too many outfielders, but then we can't move him to shortstop. I guess that's what we couldn't do. Yeah, exactly. That was the move. So because so, you already got Senzel Castellanos and Winker, and they're right. going to be pretty much out there every single day. And right. so Shogo's just like comes all the way from Japan and ends up a fourth outfielder with a broken wife. Pardon the interruption, but you're not a Patreon supporter at patreon.com slash sunranto, where for as little as a dollar a month, you could skip all of these ads and be listening to the show right now. But we have a word from our sponsor, Canaan Sunglasses. Your outdoor experiences could be better, clearly better. Canaan Sunglasses are made exclusively with polarized lenses for optimal clarity. Using Japanese optics, Canon's lenses are clearer, lighter, and stronger than other lenses and are nearly impossible to scratch. 
With frames handcrafted in Italy, Canon sunglasses elevate your experiences outside with a degree of clarity beyond your wildest imagination. Use the exclusive code CANONCAST15 at Canon.com and receive 15% off your first pair. That's K-A-E-N-O-N-C-A-S-T-1-5. CANONCAST15. Canon. Clearly better. The Sunranto Show is also brought to you by Bet Online. It's that time of year again, and all eyes are on pro basketball and the start of Major League Baseball. Well, betonline.ag has all the betting action. In the NBA, the conference races are heating up as teams prepare to make their run for the playoffs. And if baseball is your first love, BetOnline has you covered. If you love hockey, golf, MMA, and championship boxing, BetOnline has it all. Every sport, every game, every matchup. BetOnline has you covered for all the odds and real-time updates and is the place to be for all your sports betting needs. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to place and check in on all of your favorite sports bets all the time. Head to the website or use your mobile device and bring home the game with betonline.ag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yep. city, oh the God. city park system tried to kill her with a tree. Oh my God, I mean, and, it, and then that's also just kind of adds to the frustration as far as like what management's plan is, is because we're over here not bringing anybody in and being penny pinchers and saving our money, and then mm-hmm. is Shogo's just a four-year, thirty mil bench piece? Yeah, and Aquino too. I mean, uh, granted, you moved on from him and Naquin though, but they're both outfielders as well. So it's just right. like you can't—you didn't make any deals. You yeah, know, and you seem like somebody could have used an outfielder. Yeah, it's not like we're going to be shifting to playing softball at Great American Ballpark anytime soon. So we're not going to have like a left center fielder. No, we don't. So it's just, I think also what happened is Dick Williams, the president of baseball operations, left. He saw the writing on the wall. He's like, oh man, 2020 was bad. We're cutting, we're cutting budget. Like, they're asking me to move Rizel to save $12 million that we're not going to use in the team. Why? And so, like, he's he like, dipped. he's like, we'll see you. And so, you're left with Nick Crawl, who has been in the Reds organization since 2005 Something and worked crazy. his way up from assistant scout to now being the president of baseball operations. And he's basically just like, I'm just so glad to be here. He has to do and, what they tell him to, right, which I mean, right. at, on some level, they all do. Right. Which, which number one for them was to cut payroll. I mean, and he had to come out and straight up say, like, my number one goal this offseason was to cut payroll. And then second was to sign a shortstop. Well, it seemed like he had to add a second thing to that list because it didn't seem like it really happened. Yeah. No, yeah. the shortstop wasn't added. So, uh, like, and the dude that we don't. Epstein for us left. And your president of baseball ops saw the same writing on the wall of cutting, yeah. cutting, and just not going to do it. Yeah, and we had the same. We had the exact same off season. We didn't do we exact didn't do, same well, we off got, season, got, half in, half out. Yeah, we got Jack Peterson, but we lost you, Darvish. Right. You know, it's like well, the entire division lost. did until Nolan Arenado got traded, which then the Rockies somehow are just still paying for him to be in a different <laughs> it's uniform. So crazy. I, do you? I think it was before. I forget who was before the big signing was for the NL Central. The NL Central had spent three point five million dollars in yeah, free it was agency. On a, it, was on like, it was on like two backup catchers or something too. <laughs> like, like nothing. A journeyman catcher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. 
So it's like this whole division, and I understand how much money they lost, and that the NL Central is in the all of our deals except for your guys's because you have your own network. Like we are in the bottom of all I of know. baseball. Ish, ish, sorta. We're like, you know, we're la- we're last. The Cincinnati Reds are last in TV deals because ours is also the oldest. So uh, there, there's also some type. There was some type of revenue that was supposed to come in, and uh, and in, with the fans being there in 2020, well, that didn't happen. Well, maybe you should have planned to re-up your TV dealer deal earlier instead of just living high on the hog. Yeah. Right. Oh my God. Do you know what our guy promised us? wheelbarrows full of money. They literally <laughs> said that at a Cubs convention. They're like, oh, wheelbarrows full of cash. Wheelbarrows full of cash. Going to be rolling in with the TV deal. Just let us do what we want. We'll put up the video board. You guys will love it. You guys will love it. We're going to charge 12 bucks a beer. You'll love it. <laughs> and then and then nothing happened. Then like we had, honestly, we've had about what, three, four off seasons like this, Crawley? Yeah, but I remember there was one time where the big, Free agent signings was uh, Brad Brock and uh, what was his name? Descalso. Uh, Descalso. Yeah. Yeah. Daniel Descalso. Wow. Yeah. That was our uh, Daniel Descalso. That was our big move, and then he came out and hurt his foot. We never saw him again. <laughs> Danny D. Yeah. It's uh, so. Let me. I got some questions about um, uh, your. Is that all? By the way, that happened to Shogo Akiyama, or did anything else <laughs> bad happen to him? Is he okay now? He's he good. lost an ear. No, he's yeah, fine. Exactly. <laughs> how's the, how's his wife? Um, Apparently, uh, she's on the mend. Broken yeah, physically and emotionally. Yeah, Mama Akiyama. Yeah. So how girl. is uh, Joey Votto coming up down with the Coco? He's good. He's gonna he's gonna start opening day. He'll be fine. Right. He's Joey Votto. The guy is an enigma and a gem and an absolute delight. So he will figure it out. I get I get a serious vibe. I might be wrong, and I know that timing is a little off, but I feel at least just looking on Twitter a little bit, the the love for Rizzo in Chicago is a lot like the love for Votto and Cincy. I mean, he's the guy. People hate Joey Votto. Well, some, don't a, a lot of dummies hate him because they're like, we're paying him twenty million dollars, and he's what he walks. Yeah, <laughs> you know, of course, there's always that. But like people yeah. that get it, I mean, Joey is fucking beloved. Oh yeah, if if they get it, which I would say is a about thirty percent of fans, the others are like, what he ain't hitting dangers, and it's like, come on, come on, well, you don't get that's this. That's the kind of thing that we're struggling with right now. Is that you guys? You guys gave Joey Votto his due. You gave him his paper. Mm-hmm. And we have not done that with Rizzo. And Riz, they, I guess they lowballed him. They offered him five years, what seventy million dollars? I think five seventy. That's so. In, that's so crazy. That's unbelievably yeah. low. Anybody right. would take any. I mean, if you could, any team like the Rays would pay that. <laughs> like that's yeah. like Rays money. It is of a guy who's like coming off a broken foot or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> For real, a it's, pillar of your team it, won a World Series. Yeah. Yeah, you give that money to Shogo's wife. You know what I mean? Like, this, this, this Fuck yeah, dude. I mean, that's like such a low ball deal. But no, I mean, it really is. And the Chicago Cup fans are insulted for him. But you gave Votto the money. You treated him how he should be treated. And he's a first baseman. So you're going to get to roll him out there. And even he's going to get on base somehow in his Joey Votto way. I know it's not what it was, but, you know, he'll. Fall off nine pitches before he strikes out. He'll do his Votto thing. Yes, fine. If you, if you know what hitting is, then you know what kind of hitter he is. And also, think a of, damn good one. And you think know? about the yeah. last thirty games of the season for him, because normally it takes him 
a full first half of the season for him to like wake up and figure it out. Well, this year he in twenty twenty he figured it out in thirty, and by the end of that by the end of the, that's the thirty game stretch, he was hitting two eighty nine. He had ten homers and he had like twenty one ribbies. Yeah, and his on base was higher too. I mean, it was still at like three. It was like three three thirty five three forty. So. You're talking about a guy who turned around and figured it out in 30 games, and I kind of have an expectation in the fact that he has come out and said, I want to be dangerous again. I am sacrificing hitting singles. He came out and said two days ago, he's like, I was just trying to get on and help my team, and I realized how stupid that was now. Yeah. And now he's like, I'm going to go back to being dangerous. I'm going to go back to hitting homers. So you're going to see him. You'll see a dip. I mean, you're going to see him hit 260, 260, But hopefully that means he hits more doubles. His on base is higher and he's hitting dingers. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see, you know, kind of his cerebral take on hitting when he turns it to, you know, I want to knock the fucking wall down. Yeah. You know, yeah. so hopefully, I love Joey D, man. He's he's my. And it's boy. hard because there's 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 a little bromance because I know that they asked Rizzo at Cubs convention, you know, because Rizzo just never stops yapping. They have him on mic'd up, and you just hear him. The guy just he's yapping. great. He's hilarious. Yeah, he's so stop. And and they asked him who's his favorite person to talk to at first, and he said Joey Votto. Joey yeah. Votto was the one that he liked talking to at first base more than anybody. Yeah, there was a bunch of stuff that came out about Votto's last year, and he was training, and then I heard, I think it was like some random court, like Yonder Alonzo or somebody yeah. talking on intentional talk, and Joey Votto has pe- played over 2,500 games of chess in the last year. He's like, he's, he's he speaks three languages, he's a self-taught, a self-taught chef, and now he's trying to tackle being a fucking <laughs> chess, chess master. Champion. Yeah. He's one of those dudes that even if they're on the rival team that you can't help but like him, you know? There's a lot of guys. I characterize a bunch of cubbies like that. I feel that way about Rizzo. Yeah. Yeah. He's easy to cheer for, man. Well, and when you you brought up about paying Votto, they gave him a 10-year 225. That's what you're supposed to do. And in those first three years of the contract, he more than outperformed them. Yeah. Above and beyond by at least $15 million per year according to the war. So he got paid. And they did it right, and Joseph did the right thing, and 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 just it took and went above and beyond. The problem is, is that the front office had no clue what they were doing. They were rebuilding at the wrong time and missed the window on him being an elite Ted Williams like hitter. Yeah, and it's such a bummer and a disappointment. Yeah. I just want them to win a ring when he is like out at first base with his walker, like yeah, <laughs> I think yeah. I can get it, boys. Yeah, and like. We can do it because he's earned it, and I and and that's this type of stuff that is an absolute bummer that has continued to happen to this franchise by falling on their own sword and making that happen. It's ugly. Yeah, that is sad. I mean, because he's now been through a couple of kind of cores because it was yeah a couple of rebuilds. I mean, you had uh, pretty elite pitching staff for a while, and then they were all hurt. And yep. then that kind of set the clock back on you. It's been a little bit of tough luck Cincinnati style. Um, I think when was the last time that I won't count last year, but when's the last time that you were really in the playoffs? 2013. 2013. 2013. We were up 2 0 on the Giants. No, you're forgetting about the play wild card game against the Pittsburgh. Giants. Uh, Phillies because no. Roy Halladay threw Phillies. a no hitter. No, sorry, sorry. Rough. It was the Pirates because Johnny Cueto yeah. literally dropped the ball. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was a playoff game. That was 14. Mm -hmm. So 2013 was when Buster Posey hit a granny off of Matt Latos, and and then we lost three games in a row. And then that really, I mean, 
Yeah, I remember that because they the Pirates fans thought they were going to talk all this shit to Jake Arrieta. They're like, "Oh, we got to, we got to Cueto, we got to Cueto." Yeah, and and, and so uh, I don't know who from Pittsburgh tweeted out like, "Yeah, you know, we got all this plan." Like they had like twenty chants planned, and Jake just tweeted out whatever makes you sleep better at night. And absolutely, <laughs> it just goes out there and mows them down. Yeah, God, that's yeah. so was, badass. I was at that wild card game, and it was in Pittsburgh because the Cubs actually had one one less one fewer game than the the pirates did that year for the wild card. And uh, I think it was about the sixth or seventh inning. And it was just obviously going to be over soon. And the Cubs were obviously going to win this game. And uh, I'm, I'm ch- standing up like in between innings I'm cheering or doing something. All of a sudden this full beer whizzes, but like, and they sell cans, they sell tall boy cans. And this <laughs> thing came like, Twirling at my head like in the that movie two thousand one or whatever. Yeah. You know, yeah. just like, anti gravity. Yeah, anti gravity was just like you know, slow motion of my head. I swatted it away like a fucking ninja. It was like <laughs> no it, it was way. insane, dude. And uh like I, I interviewed this guy who was dressed as a goat there. The cops tackled him, took him down, like dude, all this yeah, goat Chicago, the goat goat yeah, I get it. Chicago. <laughs> dude, it was just nasty. And I heard your guys show there was who, who was it that uh, was a Phillies fan that got that got tackled with a Ryan Howard. That was Pat. Ryan. That was yeah. last week yeah. with Pat. With uh, yeah. yeah, he writes for the Enquirer. He uh, yeah, he was. He's from Philly, so he just like he was getting ready to leave the ballpark, and then some dudes just pushed him. They pushed him down like uh, like a big like the flight of steps on the third baseline. Some Philly yeah. shit. He told that Lee was out last week. Yeah, I wasn't there last last week. Oh yeah, no, that's right. You weren't. I, yeah. I, I got in a fight um, on the uh, that that bridge going into Kentucky. I was oh, the, uh, the blue one. The bl- yeah, the blue bridge. Yeah. We we parked over there for free. You know, was, was yep. Covington on the other side yep. there? Yeah. So I'm mean, walking walk walk, walk over to Covington. Some drunk Reds fans on me is going on about Obama dropping n words and stuff. Very and cool. I was, and and I I told him to you know to stick it, you know, where he could stick it. And then it turned into this whole thing, and I just kind of got out of there because I wasn't going to win that fight, and we were on a bridge. And I was like, ah, <laughs> Not an ideal fighting plane. Yeah, I'm, yeah, like, I'm not getting it. almost like this. Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Finisher move. Yeah. It can get a little rough out there. You know, and since no you got to watch yeah. your back, you got to watch your back and since you. Well, bit. the problem, the problem is, is like, I'm not, I would never blame you two whatsoever. You're like really nice and having us on and like, we're having a very cordial conversation. Most of the Cubs fans that come, come to great American uh, live in Cincinnati. And it's just like, Oh, sweet new, uh, sweet new Chris Bryant shirt. I can still see the tag on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just berating them. My favorite, I mean, and I'm pretty tame. No, I'm not. He's not. I'm not. And he's a fucking animal at a baseball game. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm, I'm just we, like we might have we might have saved a life tonight by yeah. introducing <laughs> by by introducing Billy and Crawley. Because <laughs> it, 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 it might have gone real bad, like in sometime this summer. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, perfect. Perfect. Well, like it was starting to rain, and the Reds were up. It was not, it was in nineteen, and the Reds were up like seven or eight, and people were leaving. It was like bottom six. And people were starting to walk, and I just stood up and went, "Go, go, Cubs fans, go, <laughs> go home!" <laughs> and then I got a few birds. I got a few. I got a couple. A flock yeah, we, of birds. We we definitely show up around there. And actually, I do know quite a few Cub fans from Ohio. You know, they just—I don't know why they chose the Cubs over the Reds or the WGN Indians. WGN probably. WGN, I guess. It's Harry Carey in, in the daytime. I mean, of a certain age, like that does—that matters less and less. Um, as time goes on, obviously. the guy who runs the biggest 
blog, Cubs blog site, massive, is from Ohio. Really? Yeah. What? Yeah, Bleacher Nation, uh, Brett Taylor is from Ohio. Yeah, he huh. went, yeah he's, we I, I don't f- know where exactly. Oh, well, I, Lee, so, let's go fight him. Yeah, well, I was <laughs> born and raised down in Lexington, Kentucky, which is a big Reds town, but it's also a big Cubs town. One of my best friends growing up, the Van Bussums, their their whole garage was like outfitted. The dad got drunk one time and was at a game at Wrigley and saw this giant Wrigleyville sign. Like, you know, like you could roll it up and he just took it. I swear to God, it's like 30 feet long and it's in their garage all the way around the garage. It's a cool, it's a cool scene. Dude, that's amazing. It's a cool scene. That's now, so I just got back from Arizona speaking about the bird. Nice. Uh, I, I just Man. got back. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. I just got back. I actually went to Goodyear. Uh, oh, nice. I see them play and, uh. I'll tell you, it was, the Cubs won. It wasn't close, but it was close going into the ninth. And then you had some guy, I don't remember who he was, kind of give up, uh, what is it, a uh, bunch of pitchers, Shane Carey yeah. in the ninth. Yeah. It, it was 6-2, but I think the, the score ended up ended up 6-3. But it was close. It was 3-2 going into the ninth. Yeah. And the Cubs got a lot of run. But the one guy that kind of just, like, turned my head was Jonathan India. Yeah. And yeah, dude. He made a big day roster. Right. You know, like, when you see a guy and you're like, who's that guy? That was the guy for me. Yeah. Dude, he was a uh, first-round pick in 2017. Sixth, out of, sixth overall out of Florida. Florida. Was just hit and di- was just had a killer, killer tournament. Um, and then, you know, came up 18, wasn't, you know, low A, 19, you know, like double A. And then people weren't psyched on him for some reason. And then, like, then there was the old Prasco, the old ketchup factory. They, like – he had a good showing there and people were like, well, it's, it's either shit or get off the pot for this guy. And he's just been mashing all spring. He has a gorgeous swing. Yeah. I think I, just, I got some of the spring numbers here. Uh, yeah. Jonathan India. He's a second baseman. OPS of 1.045, three home runs. Pull up that Senzel one too. That's five Sen- doubles. Look at this Senzel. Oh, oh. Yeah, Senzel. Uh, he looks like he's got, let's see, he's 13 for 39. And, uh, Two home runs, 961 OPS. Dude, I mean, and then even, I mean, a name that probably doesn't mean anything to you guys, but I'm sitting here looking at this, like Alex Blandino. I mean, oh, yeah. Blandino is just another infield piece. It's really, I, I, I'm so interested to see this season where the pieces fall, who gets the most reps out there, and where they actually end up. I mean, do you, what does your gut tell you? Is Gino our shortstop? Like, how weird would that be if yeah, y'all looked up and Chris Bryant was your shortstop now? Yeah, right. that's so weird because I always think of a. Eugenio Suarez. Because that's it's so funny because we've got a broadcaster, Pat Hughes. I don't know if you've ever, ever heard hey, of him. Eugenio. So you know exactly what we're talking about. He, he pronounces every single, uh, you know, w- uh, letter every, in that Every word. vowel. Yeah, yeah, and a couple that probably don't even exist in that name. He's got a he throws it in <laughs> right, a schwa in there somewhere. But he's uh no, it's it's. But you guys call him Gino. I was like, for, Gino for a second, I was like, yeah. oh, who's this Gino fellow? I was like, Gino, looking Suarez. for some Italian name. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> no, dude. All right, I love they, that guy. It's also his nickname is the Great Bomb Gino. The Great oh, that's Bomb Gino. Great, great Bomb Gino. I like yeah. it. Um, yeah, he's he he's a cub killer. Like we'll go no, way back. Yeah. That's a dude where going back to twenty eighteen, the only people in the league the only person in the league who has more home runs than Gino is Trout. He's right. got ninety eight since 
what, 18? 18, 18. Yeah. So, I mean, he's a threat. He could pop off for 50 at any given moment. And that's well, his that's goal this year. That's what I was saying. It's like when I looked up and down your lineup and I looked at your starting pitching staff, I looked at some of the pieces that you lost the Glacius now, but still a lot, lot of great bull. I mean, I'm like, how did you not win the Central? Like, I just I don't understand look how at, it didn't happen. Look at Rizel's 19 and then, and then you'll be like, oh my God. And we'll be like, yeah, that's, that's, I, I'm not, I'm not bummed. A lot of people were bummed. He, he, and one of the things that you look at with, with 20 is he had three blown saves. Well, he only had like 14 opportunities. You know what I mean? So it's, it's just impossible to tell what you truly had. Right. That's that's it. That's that's exactly it. And you know what we do have is Amir Garrett who, uh, had at, at one point he had nine Ks versus nine batters this spring training. Yeah, he's a buzzsaw. He's a buzzsaw. And then you also have Lucas Sims, who has, uh, for his, had, like last year, had the fastest spin rate uh, for his fastball by any reliever in baseball. Is Amir Garrett a fan favorite over there? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Dude, hey, man. Was it, was it him who fought like the entire the uh, whole squad? Yeah. He ran over to the dugout he and punched them all in the face. Yeah. Punched them all at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. How, how come the pirates act like real pirates? Like, it's, yeah. uh, dude, you guys aren't actually swashbucklers, you fucking assholes. Yeah. Coming out with cutlasses and yeah. like, what are you shivering doing? timbers, you I assholes. Just, I remember the Amir Garrett thing, and then uh, didn't you guys also have what's his name from Cuba? Uh, Puig. Puig. Yes, no, Puig. And I remember yeah, that picture where he's like literally just like paddling everybody. It, dude, it all started with that old curmudgeon hurdle, dude. Clint oh, hurdle. It, I mean, it that guy the worst. sucked so bad in yeah. every way that you could imagine. And yeah. then he, he derailed the what was that the sixteen season? But they had uh, Cole and Glassnow and Archer. I mean, they were yeah. stud laden, and yeah. now they're just a farm team, pretty much. Yeah, yeah well, for the Rays, and that's even more embarrassing. Yeah, you're the, you're the farm team for the Rays. Like, how did that happen? To you? <laughs> Damn, dude, that is so brutal. God. Yeah. The um, and I'm I'm looking at your uh starting uh starting pitching here now. Castillo is your ace right now, but I, Molly's like knocking at the door for that. Wouldn't you say, yeah, but, dude? Uh, I would say Sonny's your is. I think it's between Sonny and Luis. But Tyler, the thing that a lot of people forget about is that in 19 he was third in the National League with strikeouts, uh, strikeout percentage with his fastball. And that's that's nineteen, and in twenty, he just kept getting better and better throughout the season, and got pretty pretty stoutly in his last three three to four starts. So I expect huge things from this guy this season. I mean, Sonny Luis won two. That's gross. That's I'll take that. You know, I mean, it's a little sexier with Bauer on there, but if you go Sonny Luis Malley, uh, there's a guy who I think should be the five named T.J. Antone, who's going to start in the bullpen. There, there's we got arms, man. Yeah. What if Miley gets it together and isn't hurt and it isn't right. you know his signs aren't getting yeah, stolen he, and he can yeah he can go out there and give you five and two thirds, give up four hits, two runs, five strikeouts. Get that's, to the bullpen. That's manageable. Yeah. yeah. And how about uh, Sean Doolittle? That signing he kind of didn't put it together in the last few years, but I guess somebody sees something out of that guy. I'm, there's talk about another likable. Dude who's yeah. out there in the world doing good things. Pretty decent 2019, didn't he, for Washington? Yeah, they he won did. Yeah, World Series on his and back. He had a good 19. Uh, he was hurt for the first half, came back. 2020, he was hurt uh, for most of it. And then, I mean, one year, was it one year of mill? 
Like some, it was dirt cheap for this steal. guy. And his last three appearances, he didn't give up a hit or a run. And in the, spring training, so he 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 said he's working on something with DJ Derek Johnson and trying to figure out some new mechanics. And he clearly figured them out in his last few appearances. So if he can return to form. What a deal. What a steal. I mean, the whole thing, this whole Reds bullpen is based upon is can Derek Johnson fix it and are these scratch-off tickets going to hit? Because we just took a bunch of lottery tickets this offseason. They were like, oh, you got a high spin rate? Let's fucking get you in here and see if we can throw you in there. I, I feel it's funny because talking to you guys, I feel like I'm talking to Cub fans in a way that we almost have like the same team, the same kind of things going on where same thing. We got a lot of you know scratch off tickets. You hope that one of these guys hit. We got Trevor Williams. Did we fix him? I don't know. I don't know. And then the guys that you know and are geeked about. You're right. still excited. You know, you still right. you, how can you not be excited about Rizzo Bryant bias? Well, except for that it's a farewell tour, possibly. Yeah, and that's, well, that's yeah, sad. That's, that's a bittersweet sad thing. Because they haven't been able to do to get any uh deal done and Rizzo has a hard deadline of the season starting and you know, is, uh, for, to negotiate, the only one that will negotiate into the season is Javi. Right. Because um, yeah. it's such a tough shortstop class Dude. at the end of this year. So uh, he, he knows that he's in, 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 you know, he's got some competition there for, for the big yeah. contract for teams that need a shortstop. Hey, you guys need a shortstop. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, we like <laughs> we're getting love story it. at the deadline. Yeah. That's what we've, that's what we're pushing. We're getting for. Trevor story at the deadline, baby. Yeah. Here's a question for you guys that, that kind of blows my mind. If I'm Chris Bryant, why would I come back? You know I what would, I mean? No, I wouldn't. And, and we yeah. actually think of, of the three, he's the least likely to come back. And I, the, the word in Chicago was that he was offered some, you know, 200 million something contract that had like, you know, no opt outs. And it wasn't a, a serious yeah. offer. And now that we see what they offered Rizzo, we see that they haven't been; they don't give serious offers, and they no. just want team-friendly deals, and that's the wow. only way they're going to be operating. So, I think at this point, I I don't see why team by free agents would want to come to Chicago either. No, not a you know, bit. It's, it's it's been tough because you know with Bryant, you know we the Cubs have had a lot of saviors that were supposed to save the franchise, right? I mean, you go back. Just so many guys that were supposed to do it, whether it's Mark Pryor or Starling Castro, Terry Wood, Terry Wood, all these saviors that were going to do it, and then all of a sudden Chris Bryant comes up, 2015 Rookie of the Year, amazing, 2016 MVP, 2017 still looks damn good, but then he's just really been plagued with injuries, 18, mm-hmm. 19, and 20, and it's one of those damned if you do, damned if you don't situations. You cannot play, and then everyone calls you glass or weak. Or you play through, and then people are wondering why your numbers are shit. I think what do you play with a fractured wrist last yeah, year? Yeah, they're hurt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, God. So, so I mean, it's frustrating for a lot of people because here's the thing: Javi Baez is a sexy player. Like you, you watch Javi Baez, and you don't know what he's going to do. Maybe he's going to steal home. Maybe he's going to make a behind the back. You know, he moves different. Thing. Right, yeah. it's just different. It's fun to watch. And Brian is just kind of just a guy who just goes about his business, and he's like. Great base runner, but no one ever kind of gives him credit for that. Or he does a lot of things, but he just doesn't do it with like a lot of flash, a lot, a lot of anything. And so it's just kind of like he kind of gets lost in the shuffle. Rizzo's the big lovable goofball. Yeah. Bias is the flash. And then you got Brian, who's just kind of like watches the Disney Channel, and that's about it. And no yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's just vanilla pudding, but yeah. he's really good at baseball. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And, and, and he'll be the first. Like he went on uh, Barstool Sports uh, Radio. 
and he was talking to those guys and and he was talking about like how he misses like his dad swinging him around at home plate and he's just kind of lost of his love of the game we're like wait that's all it was gonna take his yeah. dad out there <laughs> yeah <laughs> what nice job son i'll give you a big kiss and <laughs> swing you around it's sweet boy we'll hire yeah. him as a batman yeah, exactly. yeah, bring him yeah, out. Get daddy on the payroll, dude. Yeah, yeah. exactly. His, his dad plays guitar too. He could he play his walk up song or something. You know, be great. <laughs> work out, work out fine. But um, no, so, but everything according to people that we know they're close to Chris is that he does want to play in Chicago. You know, and it's been his home. And he enjoys it. But I, like I said, I just feel like I think fans are going to, you know, regret some of the things that have been said or just some of the treatment of them, in my opinion. Always, oh, yeah, always. Sure. You, it, it's so rare that you can, you know, be a dumbass and talk shit on Twitter and burn a jersey or this, that, and the other. Rarely does that behavior, you come out smelling like a rose. Yeah. <laughs> you just pretty much look like an idiot 100% yeah. think, of the uh, time. Bryant had one of his best games ever against Cincinnati, two homers and three doubles. That, oh yeah! God damn! Yeah, you, that was it. I was at that game, and that was pretty much insane. I was like, hey, he, how many RBI did he have? Like seven or something like that? Seven I, I, just killed it that day. We, there was a point uh, where I would love go because there was a point where the the Reds bullpen had like a season ERA of like nine or so, eight or nine. nine. Yeah, yeah. Just, like the where you had Jumbo Diaz back there, and like all oh, those. Yeah. Yeah, those and like the dark, like 96, yeah. 97, 98 lost right. seasons. Those are the years that I, I remember when the, the old uh, bullpens uh, were, at Wrigley were, you know, actually on the field. Yeah. And they, yeah. they switched that now. But uh, I, I one day I ended up behind the, the Reds bullpen and I was just like razzing Jumbo Diaz the whole time. I was like, I was like, I was like, dude, what's higher? Your, your waistline in inches or your ERA? Yeah. <laughs> your cholesterol. Like, just yeah, man. yeah, exactly. Dude, just killing him. I got jumped. Really good one year. Uh, I was in in, in right, the right field bleachers, and uh, I looked over at my buddy, and I was with my buddy and my wife, and I was just like, uh, "Yeah, Jumbo's about to give up a bomb." So here we go. And the next thing I know, I just see a ball whizzing at me, and I stand up and I just go, "Great, that was a jumbo size mistake!" <laughs> and I got a life applause break from the entire section. <laughs> next week, same or same home stand. A couple games later, uh, Jumbo goes into the game. And I looked at my wife and I said, we're leaving. And she's like, what? I'm like, Jumbo's in the game. Why stay? Let's go drink beers cheaper somewhere else. She's like, okay, I guess. We walk out and he gave up six runs in that appearance. So, uh, dude, Speaking I, of player interactions, t- real quick, tell him you're a Schwarber. Oh, man. I Schwarber, your long lost homie. I got that. Schwarber. I got a Reds fan. Ohio He's, He's from Middletown. He's just from like 30 minutes up there. From our what our former announcer used to say, the pride of Middletown, Ohio. There you go. Uh, and that's a bomb in the deep left center field. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that'll make it a 4 nothing ball game. Yeah. 4 nothing ball game. <laughs> Epic. Uh, so I was sitting behind home plate. I was in the Diamond Club. I was like three rows back behind home plate. And uh, it was a 3-2 count. Uh, runner on first, Schwarber gets ready to swing, and the ball is just right there, right on the corner, low, right at the top of the knee, like right right below the kneecap. Ump rings him out, and uh, he just starts arguing with the ump. And I just stand, I just lean back in my seat and yell, sit down, you dumb hillbilly. <laughs> he turns, takes off his batting gloves, throws down the helmet and the gloves, and stares at me the whole time. 
And that stare down and clip got on MLB.com. <laughs> yeah, right. Billy got under Schwarber's skin, man. I got him really uh, good. Pardon the interruption, but you are not a Patreon supporter at patreon.com slash sunranto. And that's just a shame because there are a hundred people who would love to support us and buy at least one of us a beer at Wrigley Field per year by giving us a dollar a month. Three dollars buys all three of us a beer at Wrigley Field per year. Uh, but no, you you can't be bothered with doing something like that uh, because a dollar is so important to you. No, come on now. We know that your stimmy just hit and you can afford a dollar a month. And it, you can pay for it all at once and uh, become this Patreon member that I speak of. And we just simply love you more. Go to patreon.com slash sunranto. Here's what you get. Get your own RSS feed and you get the show early and completely ad-free. That's right. No ads at all. Nothing from Bet Online or Canon or Locker Room or any of that stuff. Nothing. Okay? You just get the show. Uh, like God intended. Well, God meaning me. Um, you also uh, are helping out the Lost Boys because 10% of all of our Patreon money goes to lostboysinc.org where they help kids uh, learn baseball on the South Side and basically social skills. You know, these are kids. We need to help the kids. So help us help the kids become a Patreon member. There's perks at every single level. $5, you get all the music. Uh, $10, you get a calendar and your name in our show credits. Uh, just check it out. Patreon.com slash Sunranto. It's easy. It's fun to be a member. You get to join the Sunranto Super Ranchers on Facebook, uh, where I drop uh, throughout the year, I drop... Um, little game recaps every now and again just get on with people say hi sometimes i bring people on camera uh we sometimes we go post show on there when we feel like talking more after the show's over and you get to watch all of our preview episodes being recorded uh live as well on the patreon sunranto super ranchers patreon page and also on uh, a private link on youtube so basically it's a great deal because it only costs a dollar and you get a shit ton for it. So go to patreon.com slash sunranto and support the show. The show you're listening to now was recorded days ago and you're getting it now. And that's just foolish. The baseball season just marches on and you're stuck there back in the mud. So patreon.com slash sunranto, patreon.com slash sunranto, patreon.com slash sunranto. Stop being foolish. Patreon.com slash Sunranto. Oh, I got, man. I'll tell you what got under my uh, skin is all those too close to take freaking strike three calls that you just described because that, because th- I take it, he did not swing at that pitch, did he? No, of course yeah. not. Oh, yeah, backwards yeah. K. That was always the issue with him. He, he would sit there and he would work good counts. And then the next thing you know, he'd be taking a pitch that was too close to take on three, two, and he'd never get the call. Yeah. So no, I'm no. actually on your side with that stare down. Where did he land? <laughs> I'm a Cubs fan, yeah. but in that in that case, I'm like, you know, fuck Schwarber. The, the tough time yeah. I had, though, is when Danny said you guys were coming on, I looked at the new nasty boys. I was at the game where Rob Dibble threw at Doug DeCenzo's ass. No oh, shit. that's amazing. Oh, that rules, man. That's so <laughs> yeah, awesome. That's great. And Doug yeah. DeCenzo was just like this little grindy guy. He could do shit, you know? <laughs> no, he went out there just looking for it, man. God. Oh man, I remember those guys. Those guys were just, you know, just we talk about it sometimes. How sometimes you miss like the characters of baseball. So yeah. when we first got Lou Pinella in 2007, I was telling you guys we got off to a shit start, and Lou went on 
epic like meltdown. Throw the I think it was at Mark Wagner throwing the base, kicking the dirt, epic nose to nose, epic, epic, classic Lou. And yeah. he got nailed by the league. Like he got fined big time and suspended games and all this shit. And then he never kind of did that shit again. And it was like the personalities, like we all kind of grew up at the same time. I remember the nasty boys and we talk about it like in wrestling terms, like those guys were heels. Like you yeah. handled yeah, yeah, like, they were bad guys. They were characters. It's entertainment. Right. Yeah. And that's kind of like missing from the game is, is is some of that entertainment value. You know what I mean? Well, dude, the, during the yeah. 90s season when the Reds went wire to wire and won it, Dibble and Panella got into a fist fight in the locker room. Yeah. They beat the shit out of each other. Like they both landed punches. That's the manager and the and the <laughs> right-handed pitcher out of the bullpen. Like black eyes. Yeah, that's crazy. Can you imagine if that happened now? Twitter would explode. Yeah, our, phone, our phones would get so hot that they would melt. But, but now, but they could just duke it out and go out there. It was a blurb in the newspaper. Yeah, and then you know, I I do I am envious of that. I miss the characters. Yep. Then they just cheers Bud Budweiser cans in the in the in the clubhouse and just start went to chugging. Got to work. Yeah. And now the characters are like Trevor Bauer, and he's annoying. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> yeah dude, he's branding his Twitter too much. Oh, I my YouTube care. channel. Or, yeah, you know. exactly. Which is what we're doing, yeah. but still. Yeah, why should fly my drone? <laughs> oh, I, I've got no problem with him flying drones. Like it's possible <laughs> the Cubs, the Cubs don't win the World Series if Trevor Bauer doesn't fly drones. Exactly. Yeah, right. Honestly, yeah. Like, he cut his he's cut his shit up. Lost um, every game he appeared. He the Cubs won every game he appeared in in the World Series. Yeah. So there's that, Mister Jerome Boy. How's there that you go. Like, there we go. Yeah, yeah so fingers. One of the things you said about like Bauer coming back, I was like, I also didn't want to give him that much money because looking at his 19, it was terrible. His 18 was solid. His seven, if I have it correct, 17 was terrible, or was it good? No. Either way, he has had just two good seasons. As as long as he's been in the league, so I'm I am I I did we can't throw away forty million dollars this year. We don't have Dodger money. And you may have dodged a bullet, no pun intended, but it works. But uh, <laughs> they are going to be testing or looking at spin rates closer, and that's what Bauer did. He accused the Astros of having spin rates that could not be that high naturally; that just jumped up, and right. so. We, we, we talked about it, Danny and I, on the show that he just basically said, well, if you can't beat them, join them. So yeah. he just started using whatever they were using and showed how he, you can get that to jump. And now MLB is going to be looking at spin rates that are jumping. And so that his agent, what's her name, Rachel Luba? Yeah. Um, she was saying, well, how do you determine the baseline of what a pitcher norm? Like, so I think it was, who was it? It was uh, not – Gosh, going old school, but uh, from Detroit, and then he went to the Astros. Justin Verlander. Yeah, Verlander all of a sudden, his spin rate all of a sudden just somehow got miraculously better, and some of the other guys, uh, and, and all of a sudden, yeah, Garrett Cole. And 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 then so you just see what Bauer did, and you're like, well, maybe this guy is on to something. And so if they do test on that, you may see him have one of those shitty years that you're talking about. Right. Dothu yeah. protests the loudest. Yeah. You know, he's out there. He's like, look what they're doing. They're doing it. It's so wrong. I can't believe it. I would never do that. Yeah. And then yeah he's out like, there like, under his brim. Like Trump yelling about Obama playing golf every day. 
It's like, yeah. look at that guy. He's not doing his job. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. And then he just lives at Marlaga. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, the lady doth protest. So, uh, dude, I can't wait to, to catch a game with you guys. I definitely will dude, be in Cincinnati blast. at some point this yeah. summer. I do, and uh, you're more than welcome at Wrigley anytime. We get you out in the bleachers, have some I'd fun out there. It, man. Oh. I'm embarrassed to say I've yet to go to a game at Wrigley Field. Oh, we've got to change Gotta make it happen this summer for sure. Yeah, I got to change the 18. So, and I saw but Barry Bonds hit 753 at Wrigley. Oh, wow. there you go. Where someone threw a giant plastic syringe at him as he was rounding third. <laughs> Chicago. Yeah, yeah. Actually, it was probably just a junkie day at the... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it was somebody who was like, oh, no, oh, shit. Oh, that's yeah. the new mascot, Sleepy McHomeless. <laughs> <laughs> then we the, used the, him as the a rug. seventh mascot. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Just a homeless man. But I will so, tell you, you guys did have one of the greatest giveaways, and I'm a I'm like a bobble aficionado, and you guys always have great giveaways. I know you you know trying to get people at Wrigley, like they don't have to get people in the park, so they're like, we're just going to give you a bag of dirt here. You can take some, yeah, yeah. Something. But like, you had this giveaway, and a lot of people from Cincinnati make big bucks selling it to the Cub fans. It's this, this one right here. Oh, you bringing it up? Yeah, just all of a sudden. There, there it is. I got it. I got it. Up. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, you've yeah. never seen That's a great one. No, I haven't seen that. You got Mr. Redlegs and then what? Some teenage skateboarder. Yeah, it's, it's, there. it's, it's basically Poochie. You ever see that Simpsons right. episode where oh, it, yeah. it looks very Poochie? Yeah, that, that was uh, made by the Reds. It was made in Cincinnati, so mm-hmm. you couldn't get it unless somebody you knew went to the ballpark. So I ended up finding it like through some like Cincinnati garage sale site, like searching for Cubs bobbles. Hell yeah. There you go, man. That's a move. Billy's a bobblehead boy as well. Yeah, I've got some pretty cool ones. Uh, I'd have to move the laptop and it would totally screw everything up. But I have a limited edition bobble from the Bobblehead Hall of Fame that is all of the Reds mascots and it's numbered. Dude. We're sitting here ragging on the mascots and Gapper and his hate for Gapper. This one is pretty cool, though. Yeah, Billy and I are going to have our own bobblehead show. We're going to start up. There you go, man. He could rock it. He really could. It's not a bad idea for a podcast. I mean, you could. I mean, you can get anybody to tune in anything these days if it's if it's uh, specific enough. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I, I. I'll, right now, I'll put up just for our listeners. This one, this one right here, though, this is oh, sold out. This is sold out from the Bobblehead Hall of Fame. It was numbered. I forget up to what. But that is wow. So you yeah. got all four mascots, all their little heads bobbling. God damn. Baby. Bobbling away, man. Rosie the Red is so damn sexy with that. Yeah, bobble. I know. It's like, the sex appeal. There they yeah, go. It really is. Now, now why, would, why would they put her in back? That just seems like a real oversight right there. Yeah, man, that's sexist. That's not cool to do. Can't do that. I mean, and then they put Mr. Red in the front, which they didn't – the mustache guy's cooler than him. Well, they put Rosie in the back uh, because I asked them so people would stop ogling my wife. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We're like, we can't. Yeah. Well, I I would love to catch a game with you in Cincinnati and in Chicago. Let me put up some of the dates that I want to give everybody the schedule considering this is a so-called season preview. Hell yeah. Um, Check it out. We don't see each other till the last day of April. And then we got the 30 – and this is in Cincinnati – the 30th, the 1st, the 2nd of May. Um, and then again at Wrigley at the end of May, 28th, 29th, 30th. That should be a nice time of year. And then uh, right in the hot part of the summer. Now, this is where it's tough to be at Great American Ballpark or at Wrigley Ooh, Field. A lot not of a lot of shade. 
Not a lot of shade at Great American. You you pay more to sit in the back row at Great American. Right, no doubt. You go out there and cook like a goose. Yeah. Oh, I saw, man. I was there. It was like 95 and humid one day. It was like Saturday afternoon. And it was like one of those like 12.05 starts or something like that. I saw a man get carried out of a stretcher, out of box seats. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, this place is no joke. And I mean, no, you, you see that in Chicago because we have like three heart attacks a day from the sausages. <laughs> but, but yeah, a lot of hot July games. And hey, the ball jumps out at Great America yeah. too, and Wrigley at that time of year. So I think that's going to be some pretty powerful uh, series. And then we uh, see you again in the middle of August. That should still be pretty warm. That's in Cincinnati. And then uh, the beginning of September. Then we're Ooh. done by September 8th. And you got to figure that these games that you got pulled up right now will probably mean something. A ton. You know, yeah. like especially within the Central and – you look around at the rest of the league and see what the coasts have done and just these sane divisions. I'm 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 psyched to it sounds like such waving a white flag, but I'm fucking pumped to just compete in the central. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like I I don't have to look forward to beating the Padres in the LCA or whatever. Yeah. I just combined with facing off against the AL Central again. Yeah. I'm I'm a big fan of that. Yeah. Uh, give me give me the Royals a, a handful more times. Yeah. Yeah, the, the Royals, the Indians don't look too good anymore. They, they've they blown their thing up. They've got some nice players yeah. from the Padres. <laughs> yeah, they did. Uh, you know what? Don't don't scoff on that rotation. They somehow still find a way. They Tristan do. Tristan McKenzie is going to be a hoss this year. Yeah, it's 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 going to be interesting. It, it, it's a four-man race. I think most people are picking the Brewers because Craig Council's stupid rat face somehow usually manages to piece together Smart. a rotation with a bunch of dudes from Korea. And, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, it's just like, yeah. where, where do these guys come from? I don't even know. And then the Cardinals, they just got that, like, basement making the, the Frankenstein made-up baseball players. Right. Yeah. Just freaks. Who is just, Tommy Edmund? Like, who, who yeah. is it? He's apparently Babe Ruth, uh, I guess, uh, sodded nowhere, these dudes. So, um, but I really appreciate you guys coming on the show. It's like, it's great to talk to you guys. And um, yeah, if, if you know any Reds fans, send them over to the new Nasty Boys, and we'll have to do this again sometime when we're actually playing baseball, doing like a little season or series preview or post yeah. game awesome. or something do it like that. Each other's turf, you know, yeah, we're up yeah. there, you're down there. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. We'd, we'd do it live at a bar or something like that. Yeah, go, 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 dude. Easily. Or you just come do it at Devore Emporium 2.0. You there know? you go. Right here. It's it. nice. Yeah, I'm crazy. Bring Bet down his bobbleheads. You do a little show with Tal. This will just be like middle-aged man, midlife crisis heaven. And then, Crowley, you got to bring me a nice wet sandwich or whatever, Italian beef, and change my mind about it. Yeah, there you go. And I'll yeah. take you a good chili parlor here. Put it on yeah. dry Sounds like a deal. Sounds it. like a great deal. Yeah, we'll definitely make it happen. So, uh, well, thanks for coming on the show. I guess we'll we'll end it there. Uh, well, I, actually, I want to know how many how many wins are you predicting for your Reds this year? God. Where's your number? Uh, my heart says eighty six. My head says eighty three. My balls say eighty four. I'm going eighty seven. 87 okay. oh, win team. I mean, it's, I'm the, I'm the, you're the optimist. I'm the, I'm the naive optimist who was born two months after the Reds won the World Series in 90 and then haven't won anything since. You know, I'm not here. I'm here to be optimistic. Yeah. Let's win 87, dude. Oh, I'm into it. I'm into it. Hey, I'll go with him. I'm going to stick with him. 
So yeah, stick with the where the ball where the ball bounced the wrong way for you last year, it's going to bounce the right way. And those couple like bounces, a yeah. couple <laughs> bounces, and that, <laughs> yeah. that's four games worth of bounces. <laughs> yeah, man, I sure hope so. Well, eighty-seven <laughs> probably wins the central. I, I'll say that much because it doesn't look like because we actually have to play the other teams this year. Yeah, we're gonna oh. we're gonna beat each other up, man. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be ugly. I think the healthiest team probably takes it. I mean, that oftentimes is yeah. the case because um, there's not any depth on any of the teams. So no. it's like who has the strongest AAA piece that they – like Like we got Cameron Mabin, like dashed like <laughs> right. to AAA and like you know, some guy's going to get hurt and then Mabin will come and rake. And if he does, then we win the Central. Exactly. Like, it will be a storyline so. like that, something you don't oh. see coming. Well, I mean, yeah. it's the Cardinals. They find somebody in AA who's just going to shell out for two months. It's like yeah. – Come on. I know. It's their fourth first round pick from 2017 that somehow puts exactly. Yeah. And we got a couple guns we're geeked about. Dude, Nick Lodolo, he's going to be the. He's he's coming up in May. Watch out. Nick Lodolo, Hunter Green. God, Hunter Green. Excited about So look look for guys we never heard of to fuck us over. I got you. (laughs) Stay alert, boys. We got a few. Well, thanks, thanks so much, Nasty Boys. We'll do it again soon, and uh, we're gonna spagog out of here. That's cool. Spagog, man. Spagog. Been, been a pleasure, boys. Yeah, pleasure. be good. All right, here's. Uh, I'm gonna play a little "Coming Back to Wrigley" because that's what we're doing. Okay, cheers, man. Let it rip. Coming back to Wrigley with a ticket in my hands No ring upon my finger because I am just a fan And I spent most of my money on sausages and beer But I was there when they wanted that year A pressured anticipation had the city tightly rocked with a 5-3 combination as the sailing ball was caught. Half a dozen generations who would live to see the day. The Cubs would take the season all the way.
Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be Continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows.